Welcome to an hour of your life. My name is Kim. And yeah. my, my name is Steve. Yeah. It's our first episode. Are you so excited? Well, I'm really excited because after listening to some podcasts, I'm really into this. And, you know, it took us a while <laughs> to uh, to figure out really what we want to do to get our little niche going here. But I, I We don't have a niche. We don't have a niche. That's, why that's it's, our niche. That's why it's an hour of your life right now. It's an hour of your life that yeah. you're never going to get back again. Uh, so thanks for choosing to spend it with us. Hopefully you stay for the whole hour. And here we are broadcasting from the lovely studios in Beaver Creek, Ohio. Uh, A.K.A. our living room. Our living, you don't have to tell people that. That's all right. But my name's Steve, and um, like she said, her name is Kim. And Kim, what are we going to be talking about tonight? Uh, well, first of all, I think we should probably like introduce ourselves, introduce ourselves. like Tell the folks at home or in their car or wherever they're listening to, maybe at work, what... What about you, Steve? What do you do? What do you like to do for fun? Why Why are you interesting? Uh, you're the one that needs to tell them why I'm interesting. I, basically, for Steve, I'm retired from the Army. I still work for the Army. And um, I really enjoy what I'm doing. But um, I, I like doing this. I like to play music. I've played in about three different bands. I like stringed instruments. You can play anything with strings on it. Don't uh, be modest. Uh, well, I, I like my I like my mandolin. I like my guitar. And recently, I've I've really gotten into the electric guitar. But um, I like I like playing stringed instruments. But that that like those are harp? my big hobbies. Like the harp. No, I can't play a harp. Why not? Because I've never. I don't think I've ever even seen a harp in real life. Really? Yeah. I don't. Where, where would I've ever seen one? Well, I don't know. You. Like have traveled the world. Really, you run into a harp at some point in time. No, 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 no. I've ne- I don't think I've ever seen a harp in real life, except maybe on a YouTube video. Uh, well, that's not in real life. Okay, that's why I said I don't think I've ever seen uh, one in real life. Sure well, what I've about what about you, Kim? Uh, I am a dog lover. Uh, if you were here, you would see that our dog, my pride and joy, Rupert, is laying right next to us. We have. Th- uh, oh, no, we, we only have two dogs. At the moment, we have three dogs because we're puppy sitting, but we have two dogs, Rupert and Jack, and you'll probably hear us talk about them. Um, because part of what we want to do on the podcast is we both love to travel, and we recently got... Uh, so we have a Jeep, um, so we like to go off-roading when we travel, if we can. And we recently bought a pop-up, and originally that's kind of what our, our podcast was going to be, was like a road trip podcast, where we just kind of talk about where we're going, um, some history about the place. Like what you we've know, done. we've been really fortunate. We, we we get to travel a lot. We do. And so... Um, both of us have jobs that... So I have been in education for like 15 years, something like that. Um, I at one time was a licensed high school English teacher, but I only taught in high school for two years and it was a drama class. Um, no English, and I have been in early education working with preschoolers for a really long time. Um, I have an in-home daycare right now uh, for the moment, although by the time this first show airs, I probably won't be doing it anymore. Like, really, really. So you mean I'll get to come home and, like, sit in my chair and relax? No. Without, like, 10 kids climbing no, all over me? No. no. Well, no. With, with like, you'll, you'll still have four kids, maybe six, climbing all over you because... I'll be at work till 5.30. I'm going back to school to get my medical coding license because we like to travel. Um, I shouldn't say that. I love the kids. And that's a, that's a position that allows us to do that without losing any money, but that's all boring stuff. Anyway, um... So a lot of what we're going to be talking about is just random, like, whatever. Uh, if there's something that you, like, in, uh, sometimes it's news stories, not political. I, I will put my foot down and say no political news stories. Like, yeah. unless it's something that, like, funny happened. Like, the mayor in some small town did something funny or something. But uh, we are not going to talk about... Like right now, the Mueller report was on TV all day. We're not talking about any of that kind of stuff because, frankly, I don't care and I see enough of it and it makes me angry and tired and I just don't feel like dealing with it. Yeah, you know what? I've been turning off the news and just just trying to catch some headlines and I feel a lot better because if, when I get caught up in that 24-hour news circle, it, it just engulfs you and I don't like that. I've got too many other things to do. I. Right? I'm, I'm going to keep up with enough to know what's going on, but I'm not. That. I'm not getting wrapped up into every little thing on every channel and trying to stay up on all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, no, it's dumb. It's a waste of time. 
Um, but we, so if you, but if you see anything interesting that you think, oh, hey, I bet they would get a kick out of that. Um, our show is actually an hour lost, or no, a lost hour, a lost hour at Gmail. We have a Facebook page. We have an Instagram page. We're not cool enough for Twitter, or we're too cool Wait, for Twitter. Wait, what was that uh, Gmail account again? A lost hour. At gmail.com. Yeah. Yeah, so go ahead. You can email us at that account. But, uh, you know, we do like to travel, so I imagine a lot of our shows will be about travel, places we've been, things we've seen, but it, it might go off into something like tonight. We're going to be talking about something completely different that doesn't have a thing in the world with to do with travel. <laughs> Accurate. And with that, uh, I this is part of the probably the part of the show. Um, so I I have another show called uh, Mile Thirteen with some friends of mine. And regularly on Mile Thirteen, like there's always a part of the show where Kim apologizes because a lot of times I don't necessarily think before I speak. So yep. sometimes sometimes I'm just as surprised as what comes out of my mouth as everybody else's. Uh, so this this episode i'm gonna just apologize for all future episodes everything that i say that is going to offend you because i'm sure at some point somebody's gonna get mad at me for saying something wrong sorry my bad you can write me about it tell me about it and i might apologize and i might stick to my guns um but just sorry in advance because because we are not we're not super pc people and i am the least pc of the pc people so um but i i don't know maybe i'm i'm I don't know that I'm more open-minded necessarily than you are. I think I'm slightly more liberal politically than you are. And we're not talking about politics. We're not. Here. No, but so we, okay. But there. anyway, okay. So, so there's my blanket apology for all future episodes. So the reason this episode came about, we went out to dinner the other night here in the Dayton, Ohio area, which is a wonderful place to visit if you've never been here. It's also a and great place to live. Kim is... <laughs> Miss Dayton, she knows everything. She thinks she knows everything about I Dayton. I don't but, know everything look, about Dayton. I grew Dayton. up in Columbus, Ohio, and growing up in Columbus, Dayton was just that dirty little town over to the west. Bougie. But after uh, living here now for a while, I, Dayton grows on you, and I like Dayton. We're like and I'm really, I'm really glad to say that I, I live in Dayton, Ohio. There's, it's a good town. There's lots of things to do. There's good people here, and um, what can I say? I like, I like Dayton now. So the, I will apologize. Or growing up in Columbus and saying yeah, Dayton was a dirty Wait, little town. You don't have to apologize for growing up in Columbus, even though the bougie elite up there in Columbus think that they're better than us and they're not. You don't have to apologize for growing up there. Like, that's not your fault. So but- we were out eating the other night at dinner, and um, I don't know how we came up on the topic. I, I think we're just discussing oh, I, things, and yeah, you said, did so- you see this list? So a friend of ours um, was... We, we were talking about this at their house the other day. Um, and this actually, this list came, from, I'm not going to name the university. Um, but wow. <laughs> <laughs> I've learned the hard way. I'm not going to name the university. But this uh, recently made news. Now, admittedly, um, it made news on a website called Campus Reform, which is a very um, conservative campus college website. Uh, so, of course, they were kind of mocking it. But um, I, it's a really interesting list. It is, there's a, a university, I will say the state, it's in Colorado, um, and they have a, developed an inclusive language guide uh, for use on campus to make everybody feel all warm and fuzzy and not, you know, just included, now, look, I can say, because we, we kind of talked about this list the other night, some of the things I can understand yeah, and, and, and how it got there, and yeah. I can, I can fact, actually kind of agree with. We're about to educate you on some of these things. Some of these origins, you probably didn't know, and I, there were a couple exactly. of them I didn't know. Exactly, and so if, if people are getting offended by it, I, I just don't think people knew, and I would kind of question, like, if this is so some of these things are so abstract and so far out of the way i think someone had to spend a lot of time and dedicated just to research this stuff because it's not common knowledge to where okay. this came about but some of these things yeah okay so let me just say that first of all um and i'm going to read the the beginning of this too first of all this um document uh was it, they call it a living document updates made frequently 
the current incarnation was adopted back in January. It is now almost August. Um, and so it just kind of recently made news on this conservative campus reform website. Um, but it's been floating around out there for a while. So I'm not sure why they just now picked up on it. But a, this is the actual document that they give to students or that is available to students. What this document is, this is a living resource compiled, <laughs> compiled by the Inclusive Communications Task Force at the university. This document is intended to serve as a best practices guide. It is provided. So, like, if a student says this or a professor says this, are they banned from campus? No, no, no. Is the professor no, no, no. fined or no. does, it, well, let me does a student have to go get sanctioned someplace and put on, like, double secret probation? No, let me finish. Okay. Um, it's a best practices guide. It's provided and will be updated with the intention of sharing meaningful and useful language suggestions. It's worth noting that language is always evolving, so this document will be updated periodically. Side note, that is one of the things I love most about language is that it is a constant evolution. What this document is not, this is not official policy or required practice. This document is intended as a resource to help our campus community reflect our principles of communi community, particularly inclusion, respect, and social justice. The language in the guide may not apply to every individual. Which we're all for. Yes. May not apply to every individual, and it is critical to take personal preference into account. <laughs> the, gu <laughs> the guide is not about political correctness or policing grammar, although I am an advocate. I would kind of disagree with that. I'm an advocate for policing grammar, so please, if you hear somebody grammatically incorrect, that in itself was grammatically correct. If you hear somebody saying something wrong grammatically, fix it. Uh, but this isn't what that document's supposed to do. It's supposed to help communicators practice inclusive language and helping everyone on our campus feel welcomed, respected, and valued. So in answer to your question, no, it's not official policy and it's not required practice. So nothing is going to happen to you if you don't follow this document, except that maybe some people who are very... Um, I don't know what's the word I'm looking for. Sensitive might shun you. You ready to get into that it? Probably wouldn't bother me. Yeah, you ready to get into it? Let's, We're gonna go through every single word and phrase. And if you want me to okay. stop on everything, Remember, this is just like one hour of your life. Okay, I know. We're not gonna go into great detail in every okay. phrase, but if you want me to stop and talk about any of them, let me know. I I, I will. All right. So the word or phrase to avoid: addicted or like crack. So, like, you can't say I'm addicted to Netflix or these candies are like crack. You can't say, they suggest, I, I, and again, okay, I'm going to say you can't say, you can say, they just suggest that you don't. Clarification. There yeah, you and go. And this is one of those just to go off. And I, I understand why they want to do that, but I think this is just pushing it a little bit too far. Like, look, I'm addicted to Netflix. You can be addicted to a lot of things. Yeah, you really can't. I'm addicted to my cell phone. You are very much addicted to your cell like, phone. Like, I legit am addicted to it. Like, yeah. I, t it yeah. goes everywhere I go with me, and if I don't have it, I feel This weird. is why we were discussing this at dinner the other night, because she had her cell phone. Probably. No, you left your cell phone at home. I did. And you grabbed my cell phone <laughs> and brought this up. So, yeah, you are yeah. addicted. So, Again, anyway, this okay, is why so I'm, I'm kind of pushing this Moving one. on. Not, yeah, yeah, move moving on. Moving on. Uh, avoid the phrase American or America. Man. Now, okay, let me back up. Uh, I should have mentioned this right at the beginning. A, a big reason why Bart, some of these things are frowned upon is because they want you to use people-first language. So instead of saying an American... They want you to say a United States citizen or a person from the United States. So, like, they want you to look at the personhood first. So, in other words, like, you wouldn't say a disabled person. You would say a person with a disability. So, you wouldn't say an American. You would say a person from the United States of America. Well, okay. <laughs> so. And they don't want you to say America because the Americas encompass a lot more than the United States. Like, South America, Central America, so on and so forth. You can't say basket case. And, okay, here's where I'm going to educate you a little bit. Do you know why you can't say basket case? Do you know where that term originated? Yes, I do, but only because we discussed this the other night. Okay. The term basket case 
Originally referred to a person, usually a soldier from World War I, who's lost all four limbs. The basket in this sense refers to the basket that the person would need to be carried around in and has a negative historic meaning. See, and, and this is where I go that if that definition and that reason has lost all current reference, I, I don't see how it can be offensive. Yeah, and I don't even understand, like, so... In slang terms, a basket case is somebody that's crazy. If you were... A, I have seen you as a basket case. Uh, if you were a basket case in World War II, I don't necessarily know that you were crazy. Like, you lost all your limbs, which is sad, but I, that doesn't necessarily equate to crazy. Right? No, and like I said, so, I think it's, it's lost its historical context. And, I mean... Someone has spent a lot of time researching this, yeah. but did they actually interview anybody from World War I? No, you know they didn't, because I don't know if there's still any World War I, I veterans alive. I don't think there so are. So I, I don't know how this could even be used in context and how it could yeah. offend a World War I veteran, even if they would have been offended. Somehow in my gut, <laughs> I don't think they would have been offended. All right. I uh, can't say They birth- probably said that about themselves. Maybe. Can't say birth defect. You can't say the blind, the deaf, or the slang term, an eye for an eye. Okay. Now, why can't we say an eye for an eye? Uh, you Using phrases that associate blindness or deafness as negative can be problematic for folks with these disabilities. Um, I, I, I think an eye for an eye is in the Bible. It doesn't matter. Well, it, it would to me. So, it would to like, you. Like but I said, like some of these things I just, can't, I just can't disagree with. I think they're just... Pushing this one just a little bit too far. Um, you can't say cakewalk or take the cake, which um, I actually already knew this, but did um, did you know why, before we talked about it, did you know why cakewalk or takes the cake is bad? Yes, I did. Oh, maybe it's... So, but our, my friend that was talking to me about this didn't know, like one of the... It was a, another couple, um, and I think he might have known, but she didn't know. Slaves would covertly mock white slave owners through exaggerated dance to mimic white aristocrats. Perhaps unaware of the subversive origin of the dancing, slave owners began holding balls for entertainment where slaves would perform these dances to win a cake. Cakewalks became popular through the racism of 19th century minstrel shows which portrayed black people as clumsily aspiring to be and dance like white people. So, can't say cakewalk. You have to say that was easy. Uh, You can't say colored, which is not a new thing. Like, that's been for a while. Can't say CP victim, which I've never heard of before. Um, CP apparently standing for cerebral palsy. I've never heard anybody say that. I've, I've never heard that term. Yeah, you can't say spastic. You can't say spaz. You can't say. Oh, wait a minute. Now, so when someone does something like the kids and they spaz out, that's wrong. That's- Using these terms to describe a hyperactive person is offensive as it implies that... A, a hyperactive person or a person with hyperactivity? A hyperactive person. It's does offensive. That just, does that just contradict what they're it saying? It implies that they are somehow not normal. But just that by saying a hyperactive... No, because they're not saying that hyperactive is a disability, like as a disease or like as a, as a thing. Like they're, they are using it as... As an adjective as opposed to a verb, like... Sounds kind of contradictory to me. Okay. Um, you can't say crazy, nuts, maniac, lunatic, insane, deranged, psycho, demented. And you can't say a person is depressed or has OCD. Um, I mean, unless maybe... I guess if you are actually I'm afraid depressed. to speak. Likewise, depressed and OCD are sometimes inappropriately used to describe a mood... Or appreciation of things being organized. I don't. Well, think I mean, people just that. because you're not mm-hmm. clinically depressed. I mean, yeah. you you can be. So if my favorite team loses, but you're not really depressed. You're just sad. I'm just sad. Well, some people do get depressed over that. Yeah, in fact, that's one of the things that they say is you don't say depressed. Say that you're sad because depression is something totally different. Um, okay, you can't say dumb or mute. You can't say dwarf or midget. Um, you can't say eeny, meeny, miny, mo Because the original song replaces the word tiger. You know where you say eeny, meeny, miny, mo catch tiger by the toe? Yep. Originally, um, the word tiger was an offensive word aimed at African Americans. But growing up as a kid, 
And my mom and dad would say that to me. It was always catch a tiger. Yeah, me too. I didn't yeah, know that, so, that was a thing. Yeah. You can't say epileptic. You can't say, again, this is a person with epilepsy or a person with a seizure disorder. You can't say Eskimo, um, much in the same way that you can't say Indian unless you're talking about a person from India. You can't say freshman. You have to say first year. You can't say But get- if you went to West Point, then you'd be a plebe. I'm sure that's probably And I know a too. lot of people that went to West Point that plebe is offensive to them. I, it probably would be. I don't even, because that's like plebeian, which is stupid, basically. Like you're not, you are of lesser intelligence. Can't say ghetto or barrio. You can't say Jip um, because that I is. I had an aunt named Jip. That's different. It's most likely evolved as a shortened version of Gypsy, which was your aunt's name. More correctly known as the Romani, mm. an ethnic group now mostly in Europe and the American continents. The Romani trip typically traveled a lot and made their money by selling goods. Businesses or business disputes naturally arose, and the masses started thinking of Romani as swindlers. Today, Jip has become synonymous with cheating someone. You can't say handicapped, disabled, crippled, suffers from, afflicted with, victim of, invalid, lame, deformed, and you, you can't say handicapped parking. You have to say now the correct term is accessible parking or parking for people with disabilities. I'm just trying to recall some of the signs I've seen at the stores. They're wrong. Apparently, some people need to go yeah. and change their signs around here. You can't say he or she like as one phrase. You can't say he or she. You can say he or you can say she, but you can't say he or she. And you can't say ladies and gentlemen. Because those terms imply that gender is binary. So either man or okay, woman. we're not going to go there. And does not acknowledge that people may identify anywhere along the spectrum. You can't say hip, hip, hooray. Did you know this one? Uh oh. Hip hip hooray. You can say hooray, that's fine, but you have to leave off the hip hip part because um, it was developed from the German hep hep, which originally, back in the day, was a harmless, adorable call shepherds would use when herding their sheep. But during the Holocaust, German citizens started using it as a rallying cry when they would hunt down the Jewish citizens who were living in the ghettos, which is another word you can't say. And the phrase's anti-Semitic undertones go as far back as 1819 with the Hep Hep Riots, a time of both Jewish emancipation from the German Confederation and communal violence against German Jews. So just say hooray. Okay. So, th- again, this is one of those things that, I, I mean, I don't have my German-American dictionary in front of me, but I, I just don't know if that's the literal, is that a- like, the actual translation? Well, Or is it I, just sounds too close to it? Well, and I think, too, if you're going to say you can't say hip, hip, hooray, then you can't say three cheers for, because that's what the three cheers are, right? Is hip, hip, hooray. Hip, one, hip, two, hooray, three. So you shouldn't be able to say that either. Maybe you should be re- helping this university write their, uh, write their standards. <laughs> need to add another one. Um, you can't say Hispanic. Can't say hold down the fort or defend the fort. You can't say homosexual, which this one I really don't understand. And, okay, here's where I might get super offensive with some of our our uh, non-heterosexual listeners. Heterosexual is an okay word, though. It is, which I find interesting because from a linguistic standpoint, homosexual means same sex like literally that's what it means is that you are interested in the same sex much in the same way that home or hetero homosexual means same sex heterosexual means different sex Wait a minute. literally that's this all just it came means. to me and you know how my mind goes i have to say it right now so at a university i worked at once when you came into the university you had to take a placement test for like math and english so we used to call it bonehead if, if, if you didn't pass the class the the the, the placement test you had to go take Bonehead math or bonehead English. Would that be offensive? Absolutely. Even though technically we're all boneheads. <laughs> technically. We, we, we have a bone have in a our head. Yeah. Um, so this, okay. You can't say homosexual. I'm sorry. Because of. About the, the bonehead thing. Because, because of the clinical history of the word homosexual. It is used in an offensive way to suggest that gay people are somehow not normal or psychologically, emotionally disordered. Notions discredited by the American Psychological um, Association and the American Psychiatric Association in the 1970s. Wait, 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 wait. Don't interrupt me yet. You can't admit it. But 
what they suggest using instead, they say, first of all, it's important to ask what term a person prefers and not assign arbitrarily. But the suggested terms instead of homosexual are gay, lesbian, bisexual, pansexual, or queer, which I found really interesting because coming up, I was always taught that queer is like a really offensive word. Okay, so I I think they're just making a lot of assumptions. Someone is making a lot of assumptions about an entire population because, okay, so one time in the Army, I was appointed to do an investigation against a gentleman who basically the the accusation was that he was sexually harassing another person because he had a thing for her husband. And so I was appointed to investigate this. Wait, wait, wait. No, wait, wait. No, he was yeah. sexually harassing a woman because he had a crush on her husband, allegedly. Allegedly. That, that was the accusation. And so I, I, I took my job, my position very seriously and I investigate a lot of things. And when I interviewed this gentleman, one of the reasons that I want to interview him was because I wanted to make sure that he was not being discriminated against because of his sexual preference. And so when I went in to interview him, um, it, it, it came down to term, terminology. I didn't want to just say, are you gay? Are you queer? What is your sexual pre-? And I didn't want to even infer that anything like this. And so as I was beating around the bush to try to come up with the right thing, he said, oh, heavens. He goes, do you want to know if I'm gay? I said, the, only in the aspect of... Of this case. Uh, of this case. Yeah. It has no bearing on anything except I want to make sure that you're not being discriminated against right. because of this. He goes, yes, I am gay. And now, But gay was one of the words you said is offensive. No. Gay is okay. Okay. Well, okay. Well. But my question, my question, and I would love for one of our uh, non-heterosexual listeners, I don't want to make assumptions about your preferred term, but seriously, if you are not straight and you're listening, when did queer become okay? Because I seriously was always taught, like, that's super offensive. That's like... The- but there was a TV show, Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. But, okay, so I was always... Was that on Bravo? Yeah. I was always led to believe that the term queer for gay people is basically the N-word equivalent for black people. Like, it's the same equivalent. But now, apparently, everybody's okay with saying it. I don't understand. Okay, let's continue. Again, I think they're making a lot of assumptions for an entire population of people that maybe not everyone in that population would think. So maybe in, in the... 30-mile circumference of this university, it may be okay, but maybe in Dayton, Ohio, it's not offensive to that population. Yeah, I've never heard anybody that was gay get offended at the term homosexual, but I don't admittedly know a ton of gay people that are openly gay. I mean, I know a few, but not a ton, and it's never it's just never really come up. All right, um, you can't say illegal immigrant or alien. Uh, presumably, alien is okay if you're talking about a, an individual from outer space. Like storming the Area 51 out there? They're looking for aliens. <sighs> and technically... Moving on. Okay. You can't say lame, retarded, stupid, slow learner, moron, idiot, imbecile, or downs person. But I've never heard anybody say, that, that's a downs person, yeah, unless I've, that person actually had down syndrome. Um, you can't say long time no see. Do you know why? Nope. That one's got me. Because originally it mocked Native Americans or Chinese pigeon. So you can't say long time, no see. You have to say, I haven't seen you in a long time. Can't say Mm. any of the, like, obvious kind of ones. You can't say man the booth, man made, mankind, you guys, policeman, fireman, chairman. You can't say man terms. Um, You can't say male or female. Because it refers to biological sex and not gender. So presumably, but if you were working in the science department, if, if you could I said say male or female. she's female, I'm not referring to her gender. I'm referring to that person's biology. If if that's what you are referring to, then that's fine. If I but, say, but according or to, there's a man, and that's a woman. That's gender. Man and woman are gender. Male and female <sighs> are biological. 
So, and according to this, we very rarely need to know a person. That we person there appears need, to be a man. You, I think that's safe. They appear to be a man. Um, according to this, we very rarely need to identify or know a person's biological sex and are more often referring to gender. In these cases, using gender identity terms is preferred. So, but unless you're like in the science department and you're learning about male and female anatomy and biology, then I would assume it's okay. You can't say Mr., Mrs., or Ms. for the same reason um, unless you know their gender identity. What if that I person prefers like, that? Then that's fine. I personally do not prefer being called Mrs. Yeah. I prefer being called Kim. Like, I don't like it. I understand that, especially in the South, it's a term of respect. I just don't like it. I don't like being called that. I prefer to be called by my first name. I mean... So I'm cool with this one. I, I, I was pretty much weird. raised to say, yes, sir, no, sir, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. And that's fine. I I still don't even... Like, it just makes you feel weird. So if if we go out to dinner and... There's a group of people that appear to be female walking up to the door, and I hold the door open for them. Is that offensive? It depends on who the group of females are, to, or to, apparent females. To to date, no one has ever turned around and said anything to me for doing that. I, Every person I've done that for has said thank you, sir. Yeah, see, and every I, single one. I am not, and you'll probably give me a hard time for this, but I'm not comfortable with the misses or the ma'ams uh, to me, because to me, I it just makes you feel old. No, it's not even that it's, I, I agree that those are terms of respect, but I also, to me, Mrs. Ma'ams, Mr. Sirs make me think of, um, sort of like a, like beyond just respect, sort of an elevation of status. And I, so, like, if I were to call somebody, and this also is, I mean, it's kind of true in the military, too. Like, you call sir and ma'am somebody that outranks you. You wouldn't call uh, an enlisted person sir or ma'am because they don't outrank you. And so, in my mind, like, that's kind of what I feel like. is somebody calls me ma'am, it's almost like a ranking. Like, I outrank them. And I don't like feeling like I out, like but somebody you don't thinks think that, that I'm better than them. But you don't think that's just a sh- sign of respect that a younger person, say, 18, no, 19 years old would say, yes, ma'am, to you. You don't no, think that's just them saying... Respect. It is a sign of respect, but I also... Like, that personally is how it makes me feel. It makes me feel kind of weird because I... In my own mind, in my own brain, it's like I am above you, and I don't feel like that okay. about anybody. I, I will never say, yes, ma'am, to you, unless I'm being sarcastic. That's fine. And, then, and you'll know I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> if I ever say, yes, ma'am... You will. You'll, that's you'll the know. only time that you you'll ever know say it now. That anyway, up. that's the only time you ever say it. Anyway, no can do is the same as uh, long time no see. You can't say normal person for obvious reasons. Can't say oriental unless you're referring to a rug. I think. Now we have. Yes, you can use it for describing an object like rugs, but you can't use it when determine when talking about a person of Asian descent. Now I have talked to people of Asian descent. And we, we have discussed this. And they have said, no, that is a Caucasian or a white thing that Caucasian people, white people have come up with. They have said, we're not offended by it. Now, maybe some people are because they've been told to be offended by it. But the Asian people that I have talked to and discussed this with, they said, no, that's just something that white people think is offensive to us. And really, really we're not offensive. Yeah, I wonder how many of these things are like white guilt. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, okay. Do you know what I mean when I I don't mean like actual guilt, but like white people are like super hyper offensive. Whatever. Anyway, moving on. You can't say paraplegic or quadriplegic. You can't say Okay, so if you've lost all four limbs. You say a person with paraplegia or a person who is paralyzed. You don't say a paraplegic. For the same reason that you don't say an epileptic, you say a person. Because it has you to do with not, that noun and the verb thing, right? Yeah. Like you yeah. are a person with that condition. You are not the condition itself. You can't say paddy wagon. Um, I think <laughs> probably a lot of people know <laughs> I think probably a lot of people know about the origins of this, but Patty originated in the late seventeen hundreds as a shortened form of Patrick, and then later a pejorative term for any Irishman. 
Wagon naturally Because there's never been a drunk Irishman thrown in the back of the paddy wagon. Wagon, now you're really stereotyping. Wagon naturally refers to a vehicle. Paddy wagon either stemmed from the large number of Irish police officers or the perception that rowdy, drunken Irishmen constantly ended up in the back of police cars. Well, with this one, I'll say stereotypes come from somewhere. Oh, my gosh. Can't say peanut gallery, which I feel like this one is such an old, old term. Like, I don't ever hear anybody use this anyway. I Actually, I don't hear anybody say paddy wagon either. Some of these terms I feel like are just really old-fashioned and like no Antiquated. Yes. See, I do know some big words. I like it. Um, I don't think anybody says these anymore. Not that that's a big word. It sounds fancy. All right, peanut gallery. The phrase intends to reference hecklers or critics, usually ill-informed ones. In reality, the peanut gallery names a section in theaters, usually the cheapest and worst, where many black people sat during the era of vaudeville. You can't say powwow. Unless you are referring to an actual Native American powwow. So you can't say, like, you're getting all your buddies together and we're going to have a powwow, like a meeting of the minds or whatever. You can't refer to that as powwow. The only time that you can actually say powwow is if you're talking about but a Native is, American is powwow. is that really offensive to a Native American? I don't know. R- really? Is, is Seriously, is that really offensive to a Native American say, hey, we need to have a little powwow over here? Uh, or is that... I don't or, know Or could that be taken as a sign of respect, like, hey... I don't know because they're, they're, they're incorporating our culture. All of the Native American, I shouldn't say all, like 99.9% of the Native Americans were driven out of the Ohio Valley during the Trail of Tears era. So we don't have any for me to ask them. I don't know any Native Americans. I'd like to know a Native American. I do American. know some Native Americans. I think Native American culture is fascinating. Anyway, you can't use preferred pronouns. Um, oh, so like you can't use the word preferred in front of pronouns. Because that suggests that gender identity, especially outside of the man-woman binary, is a choice. And that the pronouns don't really belong to the person. They're just preferring them over their true pronouns. See, this is where I think it's really pushing it right here. You can't say rule of thumb. Do you know the history of that one? No, I don't. The rule of thumb has been said to derive from the belief that English law allowed a man to beat his wife with a stick so long as it was no thicker than his thumb. Yes, I have heard that. Yeah, I had to, I was just way back in the back of but my But just brain. because that was okay, so the way it does, that, that doesn't make it offensive. All right, so let's just say I'm a wife. Yeah, you're my husband, right? Yeah. You've never beat me. Let's make that perfectly clear. I don't believe that you ever will. I, if you were to say to me, as a rule of thumb, I'm not going to get offended by that. Just so you know. Well, I mean, people have been hit by a baseball bat. So I, hey, <laughs> go get the baseball bat. Is that offensive because someone has been beaten with a baseball bat? That, <laughs> yeah. No, again, no. I think we're just pushing some of these things too far because someone <laughs> had a lot of time to sit there and research you can't say senile or demented. Yeah, remember that one. I don't understand why you can't say senile. I guess maybe a person with senil- who has senility. I don't know. Can't say sold down the river, which, again, I've never once heard anybody say that. During slavery in the United States, masters in the North often sold their misbehaving slaves, sending them down the Mississippi River to plantations in Mississippi where conditions were much harder. You can't say you're starving or you're broke. You can't say... <laughs> so just a little bit ago, you wanted some wings because you were starving. You said you were starving. Because I don't attend this university. I should have said I'm extremely hungry and my blood sugar is dropping and I need some food in my stomach right now because I have hypoglycemia. And if you don't give me food, like in the next 20 minutes, then I'm going to get shaky. Then you're going to get spastic. I, I, yeah. <laughs> You can't say straight, uh, which... Obviously in context to a person's sexuality. Yeah, because... And and it's not against... So you can't say straight not like as a pro-heterosexual word. You can't say straight because it implies that anyone who is LGBTQ plus is crooked or not normal. That's That's insane. All right, you can't say the grandfather clause or grandfathered in. I this one was interesting for me. I didn't know this. Um, this, do you know the origins of that one? Yes, I do know 
what they say, but along with a lot of things, I think there's this can go back to several different definitions of it. Okay. I think someone applied this, the grandfather clause to this situation, but I think this, that was used in many other cases. This I've never heard of, um, but it's an interesting little tidbit. The grandfather clause or grandfathered in originated in the American South way back in the 1890s. At that time, several southern states developed and enforced the clause as a way to defy the 15th Amendment and thus prevent black Americans from utilizing their then newfound right to vote. The grandfather clause stated that black men could only vote if their parents or grandparents were able to vote before the year 1867, which was, conveniently for the white supremacist lawmakers, many years before black Americans were permitted access to voting rights. So, there you go. You can't say the itis or food coma. I had never, uh, until our biracial friend Brandon asked me one day if I had the itis, I never even heard of it. I had no idea what that was. Apparently, it's an African-American thing. Well, no, maybe it is, but it wouldn't have been uncommon from my family from eastern Kentucky either. Really? I'd never yeah. heard of the itis. Yeah. I didn't know what that was. I still don't even remember what it was. I guess it's when you eat too much. I don't know. Uh, you can't say thug. You can't say transgendered. You have to say transgender. The word transgender never needs the extraneous ed at the end of the word. In fact, such a construction is grammatically incorrect. Only verbs can be transformed into participles by adding ed to the end of the word, and transgender is an adjective, not a verb or a noun. So, there you go. Uh, you can't say your tribe or your spirit animal, which this one gets under my skin. It's not spirit animal so much as tribe, because um, we, we this is a whole other thing that we're not going to get into today, but um, the people that I see using tribe the most are the same people that I kind of railed against and that um, Pamela, your eldest daughter, railed against today with multi-level marketing is like I see tribe being used by a lot of white women who describe their friends as their tribe. And okay, it just, so it, it's annoying to Over me. in Saudi Arabia, I had the opportunity to talk to some Saudis about this. And one of the first things we started talking about, we were, we were just talking and the gentleman said, what tribe are you from? And I said, huh? He said, what tribe are you from? I said, I don't think I'm from a tribe. And what he was getting at was, what was my last name? But they were using... And that's one thing. But like, I feel like so many people, I'm just going to go with white women in their 20s and 30s, like the majority of them are the like that's who uses it the most is oh it's my tribe i've never heard that oh i hate it they're not your tribe they're your friends and sometimes not even your friends they're just your acquaintances that you happen to hang out with sometimes when you go have brunch and mimosas they're not your tribe stop calling them that can't say uppity can't say war go to war at war war zone battle Wait a minute. I unless, spent a lot of time in the Army, and we talked about going to war a lot. That's okay. Or preparing for war. That's okay. When it's used to describe actual war, these terms are appropriate. Oh. Otherwise. Like, I agree with this one because, yes, because when they say, like, the war on such and such, no. You can't take something where there's no battle, there's no nothing. It's just... Someone believes that, I don't know. Yeah, like they yeah. say, I have to go to war today at this meeting. No, you don't. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I kind of agree with that. I'm sensitive about that one. I'm sensitive about the tribe thing, and I'm not even Native American. You can't say wheelchair bound, confined, or restricted to a wheelchair. There we go. A to W. A to W? I don't know. Did we start at A? Nope, we started at B. Nope, we started at A. Addicted. So A to W, that's all the list of things that you can't say at this university if you want to be inclusive. Okay, so we're not going to make it for the... We're not going to take an entire hour of your life tonight. We're running about 40, 44 minutes and 30 seconds right now. But that's Ooh, okay. You. It's about an hour. But about an hour. Hey, look, we, we plan to do this. The goal is to start doing a, um, a podcast at least w once a week. Yep. 
initially to get started because I still have some things to learn here with some with the editing. But I, it I've will been, not be more than once a week. Yeah, it will not be more than once a week. Yeah. So, so the goal is to have a weekly podcast. Okay. Um, hopefully, so we're recording this on what day is it? Wednesday. Wednesday. Waffle Wednesday. Um, we're recording this on Wednesday. The goal is to have it out. What we want to put them out on Saturdays or something. Right? Yeah, I think we can try to get them out on Saturday. So, morning. like by next Saturday, maybe we'll see. Yeah. We'll see if it happens. Uh, but maybe not because you're going to. Well, we might. I don't know. Steve's getting ready to leave for two weeks, but he'll be home on the weekend, so maybe we can record one on the weekends. Or with our audio interface. Yeah, we got a There's fancy a possibility new board. we I can actually call in and do this, and it should sound good. <laughs> we'll have to test to teach that. Me how to do that. Yeah, so like I said, we are learning. I kind of maybe know a little bit, even though for mile 13, I don't do anything except show up and talk. Like, I do research, but as far as the recording and tech aspect of it, I'm technologically stupid. So I don't... Oh, I don't think I'm supposed to say that. I'm technologically illiterate. So incapable. Maybe not incapable. I can probably learn it. But I don't know what I'm doing when it comes to technology. Yeah, well, I don't want to be the one teaching you. Yeah, that's true. That that won't that won't go well. I mean, if it's something easy, you can. I think it's easy. Well, okay then. As long as I write it down, maybe we can video it. Like I'll video you showing me. Anyway, so, um, but like I said, so that's one of the things that like that's this is a typical episode. I think yeah, it's gonna be like an average episode. If there's anything that you come across um, in your wanderings on the internet or on the televisions. Or just in life uh, that you want to talk about, that you're interested to hear our input. Um, again, the email address is a lost hour at Gmail. We also have a Facebook page. We also have an Instagram page. And if you are not totally bored to tears and you're still with us and you like this and you want to encourage other people to listen to us, whatever your listening platform is, please subscribe and like us because the more people subscribe and like us on whatever platform Because we're doing this to try to make a million dollars a week out of this. It's why, why we're doing this. Definitely. Um, but the more people that like and subscribe, the higher up we are on like the playlist thing. So like, for example, on Stitcher, if we have a lot of people that like us and subscribe to our show, then we'll show up on the front page. Which is probably not going to happen because you need like thousands and tens of thousands of people and we're getting like five. But I think you would be very happy, very proud to say that besides me and Kim, that I was the first subscriber to this show. What do you think? Uh, Yeah. Should we offer a special prize to the first subscriber other than us? Uh, I mean, I guess. Bragging but rights. Wait, wait, bra- I bragging think that rights. is a wonderful prize. <laughs> that is a wonderful prize yeah. because there is no way that I can track all of the the platforms um, that we're going to be on, like who did what first. I can't do that. So that's congratulations. You have my utmost respect, I guess. Yeah, like I said, we're in sir. this to make a lot of money. That's that's why we're doing this. Eventually, we're going to have a Patreon and you can just send us money. You don't even have to yeah, listen. Yeah, no. I think really this is more about just us documenting Stuff. Like some of our travels and stuff like that. In our lives. Yeah. A hobby together. I think I think it's just a, a fun hobby. It's going to strengthen our marriage. You think? No. <laughs> our marriage could, is good. Yeah, I think we have a very good marriage. Right now. It might not be after we're done with the podcast. Yeah, wait till I get done editing. Right? Ugh, you're going to edit me to look like the bad guy, aren't you? No, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, because you have to live with me. That's why I wouldn't do that. But now I, I'm trying to be very careful with the words that I use. Actually, no, when, you're I, not. when I don't when, lie. No, when I write, okay, when I talk, I it comes out too fast. My brain works faster than my tongue, you're just and things a are just going to things I are just going to happen. But when I write, I, I some of these things I'm actually very conscious about, and and I, I proofread and I I delete things or I change things because I know where they have to go. So, are there any other words that are like? Are there any words that you think should be included on this list? Like. Word, like, don't say this word. No. Like, some people don't like the word moist. It's never bothered me. Moist. That's because the TV show we were watching last moist, night. Moist, 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 moist. No, there are other people that, like, don't like that word. It doesn't bother me. Yeah, The word that I don't like, fungal. You don't like seagulls either. That's not a word. I mean, it's a word, but that's not what I don't like. I don't like the birds themselves. I am phobic 
about seagulls. But well, words, in the Lion King, the hyenas did not like the word Mufasa. It made them tremble. Oh my gosh, Steve, you're such a dad. Yeah. Um, I don't like the word fungal. It's just gross. It's a gross word. But are you offended by that word, or you just don't like it? I just don't like it. That's what I'm asking. Like, are there any words that you just really don't like that you're like, please don't say that word? There's another real obvious one that I'm not going to say, but yeah, you know, yeah, I know what it is. I think any any woman listening knows. But my like word that I that just like right off the top of my head, fungal. Well, anyway, so here we are from. The beautiful studios in Beaver Creek, Ohio, which, by the way, if you didn't listen to the news on Memorial Day, the, the north end of our town got hit pretty hard by, by two EF3 tornadoes. The other side of Dayton, the west side of Dayton, got hit by an EF4. There were 15 tornadoes that came through in like an hour. Yeah. and uh, I'm not exaggerating. Like they said, there were 50, from an EF0 to an EF4. 15 tornadoes in one one hour couple hours. Yeah, the one the one that came the two that came through Beaver Creek were EF3s They're and they they kind of took two tracks for a little bit but the second tornado joined up with the first tornado and moved, moving from west to east it actually hit our old house. Yeah, I know. It, it, and we have a friend who was still he's he's still in the army right now. Who lived in an apartment? He's not anymore, is he? He's got a couple more days and he's Aww. out. Yeah. But um, he said, you know, I've I've survived two tours in Afghanistan, and he lives in the apartment, and his phone started going off, and he he didn't know where to go for shelter, and he goes, here I am, I've survived two tours in Afghanistan, and I'm cowering behind my washing that machine. Was, <laughs> side note, that was a really cute picture that he put on Facebook too, like. <laughs> He posted this picture on Facebook of like just him with his really grumpy face and his lip stuck out behind his washer, like a pouty little four-year-old. It was really oh, cute. By the way, he he was offered a job today and he took <gasps> it. And I'll tell you Yay! about it when when we're off here. But uh, congratulations, he, he's pretty happy. I got to see him today. I don't know if he's going to be listening or not, but congratulations. Oh, I'm, I, I will. I will. Can I say dog shame him? No, I will, I will that's dog. offensive to me as a dog lover. <laughs> well, you I, should never shame dogs. I will dog shame Rupert. Can you hear that? Oh, yeah, he he's did. Like, hey, what? But I, okay, but I, I'm pretty sure that I get him to listen to this podcast. Oh, congratulations, anonymous friend who I know that we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. So, any any final thoughts, Kim? Before we we shut down the podcast tonight? Nope, I think we're good. Okay, so right. here we are. Thank you for listening. See ya. And if you have any ideas, send them to us. Otherwise, we will be discussing what our next our next know. podcast will be about. I don't know what we're gonna talk about next. Okay, but well, whatever. Bye. Good night, and thanks for listening.